Welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast, where two generations of owls, Michael the dad, and Hank the son, discuss the latest in movies, plays, books, video games, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Michael Owl, and I'm here with... Hank Owl. And who else am I here with? Jeremy Regal. Jeremy Regal. What's new in your world? Uh, nothing much. Um, as I'm sure he's said in an introduction or posting on a website or wherever this is, I am the <laughs> person who watched uh, all 22 Marvel movies or most of the 22 Marvel movies in a two and a half day period. That is amazing. And this was here in Atlanta? Yep, at Atlantic Station. I don't know how much that means to people outside of Atlanta, but... Yeah. Uh, Hank, what's new in your world? Uh, what's new in my world is just soaking up everything Marvel that I've been seeing around the uh, internet. Like, I just watched, like, about an hour-long, like, dive into the Easter eggs, which is actually where I got a lot of the facts I'm probably going to bring up during the later part of this podcast. I love it. Research and preparation. That's <laughs> go team. That's awesome. No. Yeah. I did so much research and preparation that I decided to make my what's new in my world uh, research and preparation. I like it. It's what's current. <laughs> that works. Yes, and... <laughs> nothing to do with me realizing today that I don't have a new in my world and like oh that's what's new in my world there we go there we go what's new in your world <laughs> I'm just excited we have a special guest Jeremy you are our first Owls on Culture guest oh wow uh, I'm honored I have, a, I have a podcast that I do which is an interview format but this is usually just Hank and I not just why do I why do I diminish it why would I minimize it <laughs> this is usually Hank and I uh, talking about different movies or if we go to a museum or what that's kind of the format of it so we are thrilled you are here you actually did the marathon and you have the t-shirt on i need to get pictures yes Do not let me forget to take pictures <laughs> and those will be on our instagram um just overall what was the experience like and then we'll dig down into some details um it was amazing uh one of the main reasons i did this was because i'd seen most of them only once and with the first one c coming out uh, 11 years ago, I definitely needed a refresher. And yeah, it just seemed like a great opportunity. I've done things like this before. Um, when Star Wars Force Awakens came out, they showed uh, the prequels, the original trilogy, and Force Awakens all at once. Oh, wow. Um, was that at Atlantic Station also? Yes, it was. Um, and then before that, in 2010, um, AMC had a showcase of all the 10 Best Picture nominees all at once, and I went to that, and both were really great, so yeah, thought I would do this again. All right, so let's go, let's start with Big Picture. Mm -hmm. Since you've done three of these marathons now, this is the longest though, right? Probably? Yes. No? Yeah. Um, just, okay, just first of all, like just general advice, if you are going to do a movie marathon in this type of situation, what's, what are the definite do's and what are the definite do-nots? The definite do's, um, well, for this one, which was two and a half days long, I, well, first off, I found a parking spot where I didn't have to pay. Um, <laughs> the, very important. Yeah. Atlantic Station is kind of one of those complexes where you have to pay to park, but there's a neighborhood nearby where I always park, uh, and it's like a five-minute walk, so that's key. Uh, the other thing is uh, I brought 
two changes of clothes with me. Outstanding. Um, yes, and um, I did. Yeah, just to let everyone know, yes, I did take a shower during the marathon. I have a membership to LA Fitness, so oh, <laughs> during a break, by, right? yep, yeah, there's one in the complex. So I did take a shower once. Um, yeah, hygiene is key at one of these <laughs> things. There's the whole stereotype of, you know, comic book nerds being not the most hygienic, right? But and I didn't want to strength. Yeah, I didn't want to fall into that. So yeah, I made sure I could take a shower yeah. all right so walk me through when did you get tickets did you debate about doing this or not or when you saw it was gonna happen did you know you were gonna do it oh i knew i was gonna do it right away um so yeah the second i saw that it was there i bought tickets because i thought it would sell out it was well attended but it didn't um i guess more people were you know wary of spending three days watching movies but i'm not <laughs> Um, I love that. Yeah, so I got tickets right away. Uh, then it's expensive, I, I would imagine. Actually, it was they... like with tax, it was just a little over a hundred dollars. Which really? for twenty-two movies, that's a pretty oh, good that's deal. A huge discount. As, yeah. As you continue to talk, I just keep staring at you. Like, so those are all the reasons we should have gone. And <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, do you have a twelve-year-old in school named Hank? No, I do not. Oh, okay. Wait. So there's the difference. There's a there's a major difference. There probably yeah. there may be other differences also, but that's certainly a big one. Well, there was um, a family at the marathon, not the entire time, because the mother, I'm sure, is responsible. <laughs> so, yeah, for the first day they were there. I want to say from the beginning, and then left at maybe like seven at night. So the kids could get some sleep and something. And, you know, the next day they got there at like 5 p.m. so they could watch some movies. And then I think for the last day they were there most of it. That's yeah. impressive. So, yeah. Okay. So the movie for like general people like us came out last Thursday. Mm -hmm. That's when Hank and I were able to go see it. When did this start? This started the Tuesday before at 10 a.m. And the actual premiere of Endgame was at 5 p.m., which was an hour earlier than the general public. So that was kind of one of our rewards for sticking it out. That's a good reward. Yeah. And it was in, was it, they did it in order the films were released? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, the order they were released, not chronologically. And how do you feel about that decision? Um, really, in terms of Captain America and Captain Marvel, those are the only two that come before all the others so it's not too much of a trouble to kind of figure out what's going on when okay yeah. uh did you have your clothes with you in the backpack or did you keep them in the car and run out and get it yeah i had them in the car there were some people who brought stuff with them but i didn't want to be lugging that around yeah and also didn't want you know security to wonder if I was bringing anything suspicious. So I was like, you know, I, I can walk five minutes back to my car. All right. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. All right. So how do, how do, how, how would you prefer we discuss this? Do you want to go movie by movie? Did you want to talk about just movies whose opinion like you might've changed? Cause one of the joys for me on mm -hmm. this and Facebook gives so little joy these days <laughs> <laughs> that it was nice seeing it, but I love seeing like your comments or being like, okay, Hey, you know, I'm all right. Heading into the midnight movie or I'm yeah. going to try to sleep. So, what was your strategy going in? 
Uh, my strategy was, well, they did give us a little sheet with a schedule on it. Um, which, oh, cool. Can we take a picture of that, too? Yeah, which said, you know, when the movies were playing, how much of a break there would be in between them. Uh, for the most part, there were about 15-minute breaks between movies, but there were three, like, extended breaks for food and things like that. Um, yeah, two of them were an hour and a half long. One of them was two and a half hours long. So it wasn't just movie, 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 movie. You know, they gave us breaks to rest or do whatever we needed to do. I got you. Yeah. And what were this, what kind of movie theater was it? Is this the fancy recliner seats? Is this, what is this? No, this was just the regular seats. (laughs) And as it was getting close to times where I knew I wanted to sleep, that's where not having recliners became an issue. How could they not do recliners for like an all night movie thing? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, for most people, you know, they went to sleep no problem. Even with, you know, loud movies going on, they were just out cold. But um, me, what I would often do is just lift up the armrests and then, you know, just sprawl out across three or four seats. That was the closest thing to a bed I had during the time there. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're, I, that was another question. I was like, you know, let's say there's... Lots of open spaces, and somebody sits down right next to you. Like, I mean, did right. that happen, or like, so did you have your own little? No, it was actually um, assigned seats. Like, when you bought your ticket, you picked your seat, which was one of the reasons I bought it right away when it went on sale because I wanted to make sure I got a good seat. All right, this is a key question. Yeah. So, what what is a Jeremy Regal good seat? Where do you go All to right. the theater? So, oh, yes, this is the most important. Yes, question. this this was carefully thought out. So, um. I don't know how much this will mean to people, but uh, we were in theater 15. I was in seat F11. So if you want to, you know, dive deep into this experience, <laughs> you can go to Atlantic Station, theater 15, row F11. Um, I'd like to say we'd link to the seating chart, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what that was, I do like to sit a little bit close and in the middle, so not, but not too close. You know, this was row F, so the sixth, seventh? row something like that uh but most importantly this was the row right like when you enter a theater and there's kind of the walkway and then there's a row of seats up front and a row of seats at back this is the walkway that kind of divides them in the newish type theaters where they where it's, it's a, a gentle roll and then you kind of get stairs yes okay so it's that type of theater yes so i sat in the last row of the front section. Okay. That way, you know, I would, I wouldn't have to see people walking through the whole time. And yeah, I like sitting closer. That way there's less people who might be on their cell phones. So yeah, that cell phone light down in front of you is incredibly distracting. Yeah. Even when people are just, you know, looking for places to sit, which I understand, but still it's kind of annoying. (laughs) Right. So yeah, so I sat in that row slightly left of center because people had already taken those seats. But, uh, I mean, it was, vantage-wise, it was great. Okay, yeah. you felt, felt good about where you oh, were? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, and did you did you have plans going in? Did you know, like, all right, I'm not going to miss any of these? Or did you have some, you're like, all right, or is it only your breaks were the schedule breaks that they do? Yeah, well, we didn't get the schedule till we actually showed up, so... I was thinking in my mind, you know, it would just be constant movies and there would be like 20, 30 minutes between some of them. So I didn't know we were going to have those breaks. So 
I was kind of planning on which movies to sleep through. Um, but when I saw that they would actually give us breaks, I kind of changed it up a bit. But the thought all along was to stay awake as much as I could, even though I know that that wouldn't happen. Right. But, um, yeah. And I figured some of the ones I would sleep through would be the Ant-Man movies. I like them, but... Yeah, tell me why. But they're kind of slight. And with the exception of the end of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second one, they don't really tie in too much to the overreaching story. So... Yeah, clearly everybody, lots of spoilers. This is all spoilers. Yeah, so. my, Shed my your, insanely nerdy mind. But what 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 about those references to Hank Pym and Stark at that base? <laughs> and what about the Falcon fight where which Falcon references and slight conversations? Yeah. Well, I had seen every single one of them beforehand, so I figured even if I slept through one of them, you know, I would still have it in the back of my memory. Um, and those are definitely like you know slider on the the big plot. That, yeah. but that's honestly that's one of the things I enjoy enjoyed and will continue to enjoy about the franchise is that they're not all you know the I'm not gonna say blockbuster movie because they are that's not the exact mm-hmm. right term but they're not so huge of a deal. There are these little smaller, more intimate stories that that I that I like also. Yeah, and I actually saw the first Ant Man twice during its original run because. It was that small scale, no pun intended, that um, <laughs> that made me see it again because it was just so odd to see this, you know, small scale movie about a man who wanted to do right by his daughter, and yeah. that was just interesting from the usual, you know, huge CGI battles at the end. So. Which is why Hawkeye is one of the best characters in the MCU. <laughs> yes, and so and, and because also too, it wasn't really going to prep you for Endgame, right? You know, yeah. We, uh, Hank and I, we did our own. We didn't do nearly what you did, <laughs> but we picked out some that we thought were we would should review for ourselves and also for his mom too to make sure she had seen going in right. going into Endgame. Okay, so take us there. We're ten minutes. We're ten o'clock in the morning. You're there. Um. Well, slight asterisks there. Okay. Um. So if anyone knows Atlanta, uh, if you're going to work anytime between six and ten a.m., your commute <laughs> is doubled. So when I woke up. Um, around the time to go, I saw that it would take me an hour to get somewhere that it normally takes less than 30 minutes. So I said, nah, I'm going to get some more sleep. <laughs> I think that was wise. Yeah. So um, I left around 10, which was when Iron Man started. Uh, went and got some breakfast uh, rather than just getting there and eating popcorn. Because, <laughs> you know. Start off solid on the on the yeah, nutrition front. Exactly. Um, and I got into the auditorium right as Tony Stark says, truth is, I am Iron Man. Oh, that's so, kind of a fun place to enter. Yes. And so I did get a one-second glimpse of Terrence Howard, the original Rhodes. That's right. Yeah. And, yeah, I got to see the the after-scene credit where Samuel L. Jackson comes up and says, you know, we're starting a team. So I, I got everything I needed from yeah, yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> We, we Iron Man is one we did rewatch, and I was I had forgotten how good it was. Yeah, you know it's just a really solid, good movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have the MCU if that wasn't. We should have expected that it would be as good as it was, since we wouldn't have everything we have right now if that was not. That's true, and great. I wasn't anticipate. Like I, I'm not a comic book guy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm just not. 
I, I love the movies, and I, when I get a comic book, I enjoy it now because of it. But I, growing up, that wasn't my thing. Right. Uh, so, like, when this, I, I know a lot of people when the whole, you know, Marvel Studios began and this movie came out, people were really anticipating this whole thing that would happen. And it was never on my radar screen. Were you one of those that, like, you knew and you're like, this is going to be great? Uh, no. Uh, confession time. I have never read a single comic book in my life. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. I am a movie man through and through. So when I see a movie, it's because I say, hey, that looks cool. I'll, I'll see that. So, yeah, that was my feelings with Iron Man. I knew of the comic, obviously. But, yeah, it's just weird to think after all these years that, when people saw Iron Man, they were like, is this whole experiment going to work? I mean, it seems ridiculous to be thinking that now. But, yeah, we had no clue what was coming. Exactly. Oh. Hank, how would you describe yourself? Are you, like, I mean, you don't read that many comic books, but you I've do read, read like some. one or two comic books. I get most of my knowledge from comic books about other people talking about their knowledge of comic books, which they also probably got from other people on the Internet's knowledge <laughs> yeah. of comic books. Mm-hmm. So. There's this one person out there reading them all and then telling everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just assume that's how it gets to me. Yeah, I, I have that friend, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the first day we got Iron Man. We got a little 15-minute break. Yep, then uh, Incredible Hulk, which I like. It's The thing that I realized most when watching these all back-to-back is when they first came out, it was often like a year or half a year between movies. So anticipation was building and building. So if something didn't meet those expectations, you were disappointed. But, you know, watching them with only a 15-minute break, you were more able to see them on their own merits rather than within the whole universe of having to wait all this time and build up this anticipation. So The Incredible Hulk, taken on its own, it's a really fun movie. I hardly remember. This is Edward mm-hmm. Norton, yep. correct? Uh, I have not seen it. You, have, uh-huh. you haven't, have you? I have not. I have not watched The Incredible Hulk, and I've seen parts of the first two Thor movies, which I've been told, and I have not seen Iron Man 2. You haven't seen all of Thor, the first one? Uh, no, I haven't seen all of Thor, the first one. Oh, we got to rectify that, man. <laughs> it's I, I really like that. good, isn't it? I think it, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a big Thor fan. I like Thor as a character a ton. Um I, I really like it. Um, all right, so that that, that yeah, people, I don't think I like that movie, and I don't remember why. Mm-hmm. Well, I think coming right after Iron Man was was such a big surprise because no one was really expecting anything from it. They, I guess, they figured, oh, I guess all of the MCU movies are going to be this great. So, right. and that was Ang Lee directed that. Am no, I, that was the not original one. This was Louis Leterrier who did the Transporter movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Yeah, odd choice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a sturdy action movie. It flows. It's, yeah, it's never boring. It's nothing groundbreaking, but it's very enjoyable. All right. Yeah. All right. So what was, what's next? Next was Iron Man 2, and which. No break yet, right? Uh, 15 minutes, yeah. Okay, fit the rich just a regular. Yep, which, uh, yeah, Iron Man 2, in my opinion, the worst of the entire series. Mm. It's like they, I don't know, it feels rushed. There's not a movie there. Is that the one with the, the guy from The Wrestler? Yes. 
Yeah. Mickey Rourke playing the villain. Yeah. And yeah, it's it just seems like, oh, we need something for this year. Hurry up and make it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just a collection of scenes. There's just, it feels really slapdash and almost amateurish. And yeah, it was even worse than I remember. <laughs> was it your least favorite going into it? Or or you knew you didn't like it? I knew I didn't like it, but upon second viewing, I was like, wow, this is really bad. <laughs> like, I was surprised at... I love Sam gosh. Rockwell, and he's in this. Yeah. And but and he's good. I thought he was fine in it, mm-hmm. but I, I, it's not a memorable movie. No, it's it's really not. Like, aside from the introduction of Scarlett Johansson, yeah, there's not much of it in the the story that you really need. Yeah. Hank, have you seen that one? No. Okay. Good. I, I remember being <laughs> on an, air, an overnight uh, airplane, and I had the choice of watching Iron Man 3 or Iron Man 2, and I remember seeing a bits of Iron Man 2 on cable. I was like, no, no, I yeah. already know that I'm going to waste my night. Yeah. But, and, yeah, and not that way. And Iron Man 3 wasn't as much better. It's a lot better, though. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on uh, the point of view. Uh, we divert a little bit. So work-wise, did you, or they, were they, Yeah, a I, hard conversation, easy conversation? or It was a fairly easy conversation. I just told them I needed the three days off. Uh, and when my supervisor jokingly asked, you know, so where are we going? I just kind of backed out of the door because <laughs> I didn't want to know. Yeah, I'm going to be watching movies for three days straight. <laughs> Gotta go. Yeah, I didn't know how that conversation would go. Yeah, I get that. I can understand that. All right, so what's after what's after Iron Man 2? After Iron Man 2 is Thor. All right. Which no, I've, I've already said how I feel about yeah. the character, certainly, but your thoughts. I really like it. It's definitely an introductory movie because Thor isn't one of the bigger characters. Um, like Obviously, with these movies, people love him, but comic book-wise... Not really many people know who he is, so it's kind of like, here's Asgard, here's Thor, here's Loki, and it's kind of introducing everyone because there's not that much of a plot, there's no real strong villain. You know, everyone says Loki, but the main battle is between him and the Guardian, right. that robot in the in the town. That's basically it. Yeah, they really took their time, kind of with with the, and I, the name of the other podcast that I do is called the Origin Story. Ah, yeah. because I I mean I love those kind of movies, especially with superhero movies. I love seeing the the normal life and then the transition and the you know the inciting incident into becoming a superhero. I'm mm-hmm. fascinated with that in real life and in the movies. Um, and I and I didn't know much about this world, so I enjoyed them taking the time because they kind of explained the Rainbow Bridge. They yeah, kind of like you know, visually I kind of dug it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really like it. It's seen as one of the lesser movies, but I think the casting of Chris Hemsworth is perfect. Man, he's just, they just nailed it, right? Yeah, he's just absolutely great, and it's never a bad time watching him. Yeah. Yeah. Except for his golden eyebrows. Yeah, that that was a weird thing, too. Like, he's incredibly blonde in this one, where they kind of tone it down in the later (laughs) movies. Slow down. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, he's a joy to watch. And even though the movie has its faults, I enjoy it so much. Yeah. All right, so it's four-ish now, probably? Or, or afternoon, late uh, afternoon? Yeah, after this one, it's 
Um, actually, seven o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Now, are you tired at this point? Are you tired of sitting? Well, are you are you stretching? Or do you are you? Yeah. Since we have fifteen minutes between each movie, I just walked around the theater a little bit. You're, you're uh, a healthy looking dude. Oh, thank you. So, <laughs> so like it's you're you're defying the stereotype in, in many different yeah. ways. But so was it was sitting this much a problem for you? Not really. Okay. Um, I mean, going to movies is probably my biggest activity so okay, i'm yeah. kind of used to it you're but, a cinephile without a doubt yeah definitely so yeah i mean i would just walk around a bit and yeah i was good no oh, good cool 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 all right so is there another 15 minutes or is this a dinner break yet uh after this is the dinner break yes we so got an hour and a half are you yeah. talking to other people are you making friends are you guys um, let's go grab a bite to eat i mean other people were more like that um one of the funny things was is like right before one of the movies, a uh, person in the row in front of me stood up and said, hey, I just want to introduce myself considering I'm going to be sleeping with you the next two days. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, people, yeah, people would talk to each other and between movies and yeah, I mean, I think that I want to say there was about 80 of us there and yeah, we all got along. What's the demographics? Uh, I would say... Late twenties, early thirties, for the majority of people, but there were some older, not too many younger. Like I mentioned, the family before that was probably the youngest there. It was like, yeah, a woman and three kids. But yeah, I mean, it's weird to think that you know this started eleven years ago. So you know, even though there were like twenty and thirty year olds, they were teens when this started. Oh, that's so, crazy to think about. Yeah. Uh, any racial diversity? Um, mostly white. <laughs> Sorry, clearly I, I suspect yeah. very little, but yeah, I would love to be surprised. Mo- on this. Mostly white, but uh, some black, some Asian. All right. Yeah. All uh, mainly dudes. No, it was actually fairly evenly split. Outstanding. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, where do you go to for dinner? What do you do? What do you What do you do? Ah, uh, let's see. For this one. I think I went to a pizza place that was about a 15-minute walk away. Okay. Uh, again, yeah, I'd get some more exercise between movies. Um, so, yeah, had had some pizza and came back. Okay. Are you, uh, any point in this, are you, what, like, what your mood is still, you're still into it, like, fully? And oh, yeah. You're good. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, Iron Man 2 aside. Um, <laughs> it's been a good day so Yeah, far. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do you come back to? Uh, come back to Captain America. All right. Yes. Now, this is one I believe, I believe your status changed a little bit on this one. Or um, no. Right. You really like Captain America. Oh, yeah. This I, movie. Captain America is probably my favorite of the individual series. Um, yeah, I just love that with Captain America, you know exactly what you're going to get. Like, he's a straight arrow. He's very affable, and I just love that reliability about him. It's just, he's very heartwarming. <laughs> he is very heartwarming. Yeah. Uh, Hank, I'm, I'm monopolizing the conversation. Just jump in whenever. Oh, no, no, no. I, got... will, I will when I have okay. something to say. Although, yeah. I do want to, just for you, remember that, uh, and maybe you too, remember that kid who was at Stark's funeral? I don't. Oh, yes. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. We talked about it. Who was that? That was the girl from Iron Man 3. 
But that was it a was a guy. Yeah, it was a guy. It was a guy. Yeah. Guy from Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this. Oh, the, 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 the little kid. The yeah. The little kid from Iron Man. I, I had to look that oh, one up. Yeah. Did, okay. I was, yeah. We talked about this after. I was like, who was that? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. They uh, they added that in there. And yeah. So the and Winter Soldier's last line to like Captain America, like you're taking all this stupid with you. Yeah. That's a reference to the from the first Avenger. Avenger. Yeah. Those lines are said, but opposite ways. Yeah, that was that was definitely one of the bigger things. You know, I would watch a movie and think nothing of a line, and then it would be referenced a couple movies later. Which, obviously, you're not going to remember some of these movies if you see them years later. But if you see them hours later, you go, oh, I never noticed that before. Oh, that's got to be a really cool yes. benefit to seeing them like that. We noticed that just in our little mini thing we did. And then, and I don't want to get to Endgame yet, but like there was lots of fun callbacks during yeah. Endgame, too. And that's, again, the joy of creating this universe and having people be rabid about it. You can cross-pollinate and do that kind of stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Um, all right, so you're back. I lost my train of thought. So what are we doing? Uh, Captain America. That's right. Yeah, and I love this one because it's... Well, the thing with all the Captain America movies is they definitely have their own style. Like, this one is definitely influenced by the 40s. And, you know, I don't want to say propaganda, but it definitely has that... No, oh, it's propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's right, yeah. Yeah, it definitely has that feel of the 40s with the visuals with the language how people speak and that definitely sets it apart in a good way it it's the it's the first captain america i think where or the first mcu movie where i think they kind of figured out what they're doing where it stopped being an experiment it's like okay we we got the feel for this we can have fun oh interesting yeah the uh jenna louise coleman is in that our favorite Doctor Who companion. We're okay. Doctor Who fans. She plays one of the dates in the beginning ah. of Bucky and uh, and you know Future Cap. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now it's we post it's Captain America. What's I can't remember what came after that. We're back to an Iron Man. Uh, after that is the first Avengers. Okay. Yeah, the first Avengers movie. Then so what did that's an Iron Man? Gotcha. Yeah. So going into this first Avengers movie, I had the feeling that I had going into Endgame, like, mm-hmm. holy, are they going to be able to pull this off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think they pulled it off? Well, I remember when I first saw it, it was at a midnight screening. And, I mean, everyone there was, like, primed for it. Like, this was the highlight of their lives. And just the fact that they got all these characters on the screen at once, it was mind-blowing. Like, they actually did it. Right? Yeah. And then seeing it seven years later, <laughs> oh, man, it is not a good movie. I don't Wait, think what? I agree with you on that. It no. is. Oh, I think it comes down to Joss Whedon because it is such a TV movie from the look. Oh, yeah. It is. The language. It's it's definitely made by a guy who has worked firmly in television. So get a little more specific with that because I've heard that before. And I'm, I'm granted, I'm a huge Joss Whedon fan, mm-hmm. so I've got that bias going into it. Right. Um, I mean, I I don't see. I mean, when I when I hear people say that, I think of the scenes of like the battle scenes of New York, which are mm-hmm. incredibly cinematic. Yeah, those scenes. So I don't I don't I don't quite know what people mean when they say that exactly. Um. Well, I think the biggest thing is it looks like visually it looks like a TV movie. Um. 
I want to say all the previous MCU movies were in the scope format, which looks more rectangular, but the Avengers looks more like a widescreen TV, which is more blocky, uh, more of a square. And also the cinematography itself, like he, he hired a two time Oscar nominated cinematographer, but it looks so flat. Like he wanted to actually make it look like a TV show, which, you know, often have smaller budgets and less time to shoot. And yeah, it looks really drab, really flat. And it's not a very artistic movie. He, a lot of times he just places a camera and says, go, you know, there's, yeah, I just, again, I, um, I need to rewatch the film thinking of with these thoughts in mind. Mm-hmm. Cause again, I, I just go back to, I thought he did a really great job of getting a bunch of people in a room and then making it visually interesting. I'm thinking mainly of that, um, the scene where, you know, eventually Banner becomes a little bit irate and he ends up having the Loki's staff mm-hmm. like in his arm. We don't really see that. And the camera goes upside down and we go around the room. And mm-hmm. they, I think that at least in that scene, they really escalate the tension nicely visually and with the dialogue. And it's like bump, 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 bump. And we're going and like, you know, and then we had the call back to the, you know, put the suit on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ironically, so that's what I think of and that's, and that yeah. is that one of your examples of. Yeah, because I'm sitting there watching it. And I was like, you have the Avengers together in a room, and they're just arguing. <laughs> I get that. And I was like, really? They're just, you know, the world's in danger, and they're just bickering like kids. What did you think of the uh, like the fight scene with uh, Thor and, and Iron Man and then Captain America at the end? That was Avengers, correct? Um, or is that... Well, there's a scene in the forest where they're all fighting. Yes, that. Yeah, that was a good scene because I think that's... That was our first, like, two studs battling, right? Yeah, that's the first, I guess you could say, action scene. There's the scene at the beginning where the Avengers base crumbles. But, yeah, that's good. Um, And, like, the ending scenes in New York, those are great. Um, And I think one of the reasons people like that movie is because that kind of forgives the previous two acts because <laughs> yeah, i got you because that's the, why i remember them and i don't remember the rest of the movie yeah the third act is genuinely great but everything up to that is kind of it's rough okay so and you were nervous you knew this going into this you had this feeling going into this viewing of it already or um, is this what you came out with or how much did it change like even from the first times i saw it in theaters i was like yeah that was a good movie i mean everyone else was freaking out about it but i was like yeah that was good but it wasn't until this time where i was like oh no okay yeah yeah i was one of those i wouldn't say freaking out but i was i was very relieved Mm -hmm. i was i was really i was like oh my it was good yeah it was good you know so good yay yeah uh all right so now it's now it's late yeah um so the avengers ends at 1 a.m are you uh, doing coffee? Are you drinking coffee during the day? Or what's your uh, caffeine intake like? No, what's I, your strategy for the night? I have never drunk coffee in my life. No way. Wait, Seriously, yep. I'll go get you. We're going to post pause and we're going to drink some coffee <laughs> and we're going to change that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm still awake. Um, we got Iron Man 3. And this is one that I definitely wanted to stay awake for because I didn't care for it when it came out. But it was one of those that, you know... 
in later years when someone mentions Iron Man 3, people go, oh, yeah, that's really good. And I was like, what? Did, did I but miss something? Actually, it is actually one of the better ones. Yeah, and watching it again, I was like, okay, I, I get it now. And that was, yeah. Iron Man 3 is with the kid, right? Yes. I don't like kids in movies, <laughs> generally. Yeah. Like Gavroche and Lee Miz, like, I hate him. I'm so <laughs> glad when he's dead. Um, spoilers for Lee Miz, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I don't think I I don't think I went to see this movie in a movie theater. I think Iron Man two. I think I d- didn't enjoy that so much mm-hmm. that like it was just no impetus to go see Iron Man three. And you were probably alive, but you're definitely alive, uh, <laughs> but not at the age <laughs> where not, we would have gone together. Yeah. You know. But uh, so yeah, so is it good? Yeah, it is. I think the big thing going in was knowing that the Mandarin is all a hoax. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that that was disappointing. Yeah, knowing that going in, you know, I was able to look at the movie itself more than, you know, the plot. Like, oh, who's the bad guy? What's he going to do? Uh, and, yeah, that made it much better. Now, Hank, is that is that different than the comics? Like, is Mandarin like a fake villain in, no, in the no, history? Mandarin's the number, number one Iron Man villain. He has these kind of, like rings that are like the infinity stones but less powerful so that's crazy they did that yeah like that makes and that's that's where the seven rings gang name comes from is a reference to the comics and what is the seven rings gang i don't remember that the seven rings is the terrorist group that the mandarin runs and also the terrorist group that kidnaps tony stark in the beginning Uh, okay all right cool all right that's where that's from all right good knowledge um that's a huge leap then to take this yeah, villain and make him a, you know, an idiot. Yeah, and I think that was the big thing. You got the real villain who has some, you know, weird device that makes people super strong but explode if they don't use it correctly. Oh, that's right. I that. <laughs> and I think yeah, to go from the Mandarin who I knew was a big villain to go to this guy is like, really? But, yeah, knowing that going in, I didn't have those high expectations as before. So it, it was much better. Yeah. All right. So so good experience, even though you're tired, probably. Or yes. not tired. And, yeah. And next was Thor The Dark World, which was perfect because an hour in, I was like, yeah, I'm bored. And I, <laughs> and I went to sleep. Nap time. Yes. I, I liked The Dark World the first time I saw it. But watching it now, I was like, man, this is... There's nothing happening in this. Yeah, I'm not sure that holds up very well at all. It's been on like TV cable, you know, lately, mm-hmm. and so I've caught uh, caught parts of it, and every, almost every single time I'm like, oh, that's, that's yeah, this is a little underwhelming. Yeah. So about an hour in, I don't know if if I was really tired enough to sleep, but I was. But I thought to myself, if I'm gonna get some sleep, now's a good time. Did you do the armrest? Is that when you curled up, or did you just kind of? I think I just leaned just, back. Yeah, just resting my eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, I missed the last half of that, and I didn't mind. <laughs> so when the lights come up at the end of this movie, are you sleeping through the break, and you're waking up during the next movie, or or are people making noise? Like, what's the atmosphere like at now at past midnight? Uh, at this time, I wouldn't say I truly went to complete sleep. I mean, with loud movies going on, you can't really, or at least I can't, 
fall really all the way asleep. It wasn't your goal to stay awake the whole time, was it, or was it? No. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, I would. I'm just not able to. But so yeah, I I didn't mind falling asleep for that. Okay. Yeah. yeah sorry. What's the next thing you remember when you woke up? Um, I woke up um just in time for Captain America: Winter Soldier, which oh. I definitely wanted to be awake for. And I was. That's uh, one of our favorites. That's, that's my favorite. Is that your, that's your favorite of all of them. Yes. Yeah. That's a good, I mean, it's a, golly, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's still great. And yeah, going back to the first Captain America being about the 40s, this one has the 70s spy film aesthetic going on, um, especially with Robert Redford, Three Days of the Condor. Right. So, yeah. And yeah, that's... Again, that's the good thing about the Cap movies is they have their own aesthetic, whereas most of the MCUs kind of follow a formula. And, yeah, this one holds up really great. Any surprises seeing it again in this kind of context? Um, well, really, the biggest thing was, um, you know, there's the whole Hail Hydra thing, but I didn't realize that Jasper Sitwell, one of the guys behind Hydra, was actually in some of the earlier movies like Thor, so, which one is he? Um, he's the bald guy with glasses. Yes. Um, yeah, and yeah, I completely had no idea he was like he was in Thor. He was in the Avengers. I uh, think we were watching. Yeah, he's one of the guys who gets um, rescued. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, and like, oh, I've seen him before. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember him. And then you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. They really, they really set that up so nicely. Yeah, they did, and you know, very subtly. So, and that's one of the great things of the long form storytelling is, you know, you see these characters here and there, then all of a sudden they play this major role, and you're like, whoa. Exactly. They, it's you're right. It's so you set up rules, mm-hmm. and then you pay it off by breaking the rule eventually. You know, and that's that's the fun. Yeah. So yeah, Winter Soldier definitely one of the best. Yeah, I, yeah. I think we all, all all agree on that. Yeah. Uh, so it's over, and what now? We're, are we? Uh, now it is eight a.m. Eight a.m. <laughs> yeah. Right. So not even through the first twenty-four hours. Right, right, right. Um, next one is Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which. This movie was supposed to do yeah. nothing. Like yeah. nobody heard. Like nobody knows who these dudes are. I mean, yeah, three comic book nerds somewhere do but like your average person like has no idea what the guardians of the galaxy are uh no idea going into it and this movie blew up oh yeah yeah and um sorry to disappoint but i'm not the biggest fan of it yeah what Uh, what what do you like what don't you like uh when i first saw it i was completely ambivalent to it like it ended and i said yep that was a movie with images and sounds Like, that was technically a motion yeah, picture. I, <laughs> I felt nothing watching it. Like, you know, jokes would go off and I'd be like, eh. So, like, I didn't like it or hate it. It just it was just a movie that happened. Even very, like, you know, poignant emotional beginning? Like, that that didn't move you? Uh, no. It's Which is odd because the second one, I think, is hugely emotional. Because, I mean, practically every character has a family related issue in that one yeah that felt we'll get to that that. yeah yeah but this one i don't know i mean on my second viewing i definitely softened to it and i liked it you know it's a it's a fun movie but i don't know i think 
again, like Thor, that's one of those where it's like, okay, people have no idea who these guys are, so we need to kind of introduce them and, you know, let people know what's going on. Yeah. So it's definitely one of those movies. All right. So have you eaten breakfast yet? Or are you eating um, it after, the, after that movie? Let's see. Oh, I think that actually might have been when I did eat breakfast. No, no, no. I slept through Guardians because after that we had a two and a half hour break. So that's when I got breakfast. Okay. And yeah, I just walked around and I did contemplate going home and, you know, taking a shower, getting a nap and stuff. But then again, you know, traffic. Yeah, you would never wouldn't make I, it back. And I definitely wouldn't have made it back. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we were we were breakfast. We we're not drinking caffeine, or we're certainly not having coffee. Nope. <laughs> we're ready to go back in. You're feeling good. Yep. You're not showered, but you're you're you, know, right. you have a little walk around. Yep. And everybody's still coming back, or people oh, yeah. tailing off. Um, I mean, I know obviously the family, you know, makes sense. Yeah, most of the people stay there the whole time. The, there was actually like a group of four friends next to me who, uh, what 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 was it after? I want to say maybe the Avengers, they just ducked out for a while, went home, and didn't come back until, like, the next morning. Okay. And ironically, they said, yeah, let's go home and watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I was like, okay, that that, that still kind of counts. Right. Yeah. Still, time and place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're at the movie theater. Right. So, but yeah, for the most part, everyone... Everyone stayed. Okay, so what's yeah. what's next? Uh, next is Avengers: Age of Ultron. All right. So how do you? I'm I'm terrified of what you think about this versus since the, the this how one. You about the first one. I had the biggest change on. Okay. The first time I saw it, I was like, eh, "That wasn't good," but this time I loved it. It first off, it improves on the first Avengers in every way, like. This is a cinematic movie. Like, I don't know what Whedon did in the meantime, but... Is it a different cinematographer? Yes, different cinematographer. Like, the shots are great. The action scenes are great. It's like he went to film school in the two years between, because... <laughs> That's so harsh, dude. <laughs> it is. Like, it feels like a completely different movie from the first one, in, in a good way. Okay. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to think why I didn't care for it the first time, but loved it so much the second time. Again, it was one of those where when it was brought up in conversation on various sites, they would say, oh, yeah, this is like one of the deepest ones. And I was like, really? But yeah, watching it again, like Ultron, Ultron is kind of the precursor for Thanos. He has this whole that idea of. You know, humans are destroying themselves. We are the superior intelligence. We're doing the right thing by getting rid of people. And I don't know, maybe upon initial thought, I was like, yeah, this guy's crazy. But second time, I was like, I, I understand. He's wrong, but I understand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene, I think, in this movie, in this is when they're just hanging out at Stark's place for the party. Yeah. And they're just interacting with each other. I I love, the, the, the quieter moments are generally the ones I, like when they're all trying to pick up, you know, Millionaire. Yeah. Uh, like, that's, that's that, I was just grinning ear to ear yeah. watching them interact <laughs> like that. I love, I love that part of this movie. 
and you get to see their kind of own personalities kind of collide and when captain america like wiggles mjolnir trying to pick it up and then mm-hmm. like it just the smile just turns and again a little panic. foreshadowing for what would happen later yeah you know because we don't know that then uh and this movie started with a pretty great opening sequence to a big battle them coming in and that was pretty cool yeah um, and yeah everything yeah i would love to see what conversations there were because yeah it's it's so much more polished and tighter and I think it has more weight to it. So yeah, I mean, it's just so much better. This was, yeah, the biggest change of heart I had on one of the MCU movies. All right. That's yeah. cool. All right. What's next? Next is Ant-Man. And I'm trying to remember where I was during Ant-Man. Cause I didn't, did you take a little break? I think I might have. I'm trying to remember what. Because it's odd. It started at 3 p.m., so I'm trying to imagine what I could have done. <laughs> right. Yeah. But Ant-Man I had seen twice already, so maybe I just went off somewhere and took a little nap. But... You went to watch Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. this would be a movie I would probably take. I mean, I enjoy it. Yeah. It's a very funny movie. Like, I enjoy it, but I, you know. Yeah. You can miss it happily. Yeah, I think I was just closing my eyes during it because I did see bits and pieces of it. Yeah, I definitely caught the end of it. But for the most part, yeah, I just... Yeah, I do love... uh, I forgot the character's name and I've even forgotten the actor's name too, but the... You know the actor who like tells the story and yeah, that that whole yeah. thing was I I dug that, that yeah was, that's that was great. so much fun yeah yeah it's a fun movie but seen it don't need to see it again so just took a little nap I All guess right, cool what's what's next next uh Civil War Captain America Civil War All right so let's uh well, I want to hear your general thing about the movie and then I'll, yeah okay um I think this is actually my favorite of the captain america movies um that usually goes to winter soldier for most people but i think this is great because it deals with the fallout from age of ultron it's you know most of the movies before have just been about wanton destruction and this one is like okay you can't you guys can't keep doing this so it puts a lot of the real world implications into this comic book world and what do you think about that debate? Uh, go ahead. Cap's thought, position versus Tony Stark's position. The weird thing is, I thought it would have been reversed because you see Iron Man as this kind of you know brash, I do whatever I want kind of thing, but he's the one who wants rules. Well, you had that one encounter with that one. Person. I know that's that 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 was so heavy handed. I hated that. Yeah, but you have. But no, you know yeah, I think it also goes back to his after. Because it's the Battle of New York that really shapes his entire character throughout the MCU. Mm. So I think he's thinking about if the world's more aligned, it would be better protected from outside attacks. I get that. I get that. I think also, too, the uh, Age of Ultron, the whole fear of the fan, like she goes in his head and she talks about seeing the Stark missile, you know, like, you know, the name Stark. And I'm sure that uh, would get back to it, too. It just felt... Like, what's the alternative? Okay, you're right. We should have just let him drop the, like, thing and, and kill everyone then. Yeah. Like, if, if, like, what do you want, man? <laughs> yeah. So I, I found that a little... It, I, it took me out of the story. I mean, I, I got it, but... 
Yeah. I didn't buy it. Yeah, and I guess, well, yeah, also he created Ultron, so I guess he is partially responsible for what happened. That's so. true, too. Yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting that, you know, the villain of this movie just sets everything in motion at the beginning, then basically sits back and watches. So that's, I mean, he's a normal guy. He has no superpowers. He's not rich. He's not anything. He just... It's a man with a mission. Yeah, he turns the Avengers against each other from the onset and just watches. And I think that's pretty great. You know, we'll get into that later. But I love villains who are more intellectual than just, you know, I'm going to punch you until you die. Yeah, I've always... I found, too, like when movies... When the villain is too... To me, too big... Mm-hmm. Like when we get in, I haven't watched these movies all the way, so I don't. I, that could be just wrong with this. <laughs> but like, if you have like when I see like two Transformers battling, and then I see like a little <laughs> person running around between their legs, yeah. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, same thing with like I think it's this is a DC dude, but like the person that eats planets. Yeah. You know, like the what? Us, yeah. yeah so what? I mean, come on. Like, well, <laughs> the way you do that, and no one gets mad at this at all, is when you have them in a movie. Just turn them into a little tiny cloud of dust, so that quick, so that. Is that what happened in a movie? So, yeah, so, yeah. And everybody just, did get mad. <laughs> yeah, because like you never get to see this big Galactus. It's just all you see is this this cloud of black dust coming into a city. Yeah. So I, yeah, so that that's too big. But I, so I, I agree with you. I like mm-hmm. that little thing. I, I love this movie. I think it's yeah. great. It's just so much fun. Yeah. To seeing and, the battles and seeing the friendships, you know, they're still gonna be friends, and then. And they and even get mad at, like, again, you get mad at Rhodes, not Rhodes, but uh, Falcon. When it was Vision that hurt Rhodes. Yeah. You know, like, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you didn't do anything wrong. You were just doing what you were supposed to do. It's, uh, yeah. And the introduction of Black Panther is great. Well, so well done. Right? Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, by the end of that one, you're like, I need to see his movie. I need to see his movie. Completely. Yeah. And, yeah, I think I love the whole personal aspect of it. They're not battling some big you know demon or whatever they're they're questioning what their intentions are and that's i think that's great yeah because yeah most action movies in general are just you know blowing everything up and this is one of the few that's like oh we've caused a lot of damage yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and the fight scenes are excellent as well you know uh, yeah, good movie. This is one of my favorites also. Yeah, very good. And this is also the longest so far, I think, right? Probably. Yeah, this one is two and a half. And yeah, that is the longest. Uh, Age of Ultron was 220. But Would you go use the restroom during the movies or would you wait till the break? I would wait till the breaks. Yeah. That's, that's what I presumed. Yeah. And that was, that was the plan for most people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. Uh, what else? What's next? Next is Doctor Strange, which is my favorite of the entire series. It's a good movie. Yeah, I love this one. It's, I think, you know, everyone looks at Guardians of the Galaxy as, oh, we're getting weird now. But this one takes place firmly in the real world, but still has the weirdness to it. And it just leans into that completely. And I love that. It's not like, oh, we have to go to a different dimension to get weird. It's like, we're getting weird right here. And, yeah, it's, I love it. I mean, the visuals are amazing. The fight scenes are inventive. And I kind of love that Doctor Strange isn't 
unrepentant a-hole, but <laughs> but you love him because you know that even though he's mean to you, he does it because he knows he's right and what he's doing is going to work. And he just uh, he suffers no fools. Yeah. And I love that. But and he learns his lesson. He gets his comeuppance. He's like, he gets gets right. But I like the beginning of the movie. But like this, I like how they took their time tracking, again, a brand new character for most of us. Yeah. You know, we don't know anything really about him, but it, it tracks his journey. Uh, and it takes his time in the beginning of the movie. And I settled me in. I really like this movie also. Yeah. And it's, there's literally only one mention of the Avengers. And it's just in an overhead shot of New York where you see the Avengers Tower. And that's it. Oh, that's interesting. Other, yeah, other than that, like it could have just been its own movie. Yeah. So yeah, it's not. It's very good at introducing him without having to say, "Hey, this guy's in the Marvel universe." It it lets Doctor Strange be Doctor Strange. That's cool. Yeah. I uh I I don't like the name Sling Ring, and I I. <laughs> They did a good job of minimizing the cheese all involved in that to yeah. me, but like this whole sling ring, they twist around. Like that's the special effects were cool enough, especially when they're like tilting things. Yeah. You know, like that made up for it. The my sling ring. <laughs> but anyways, I like this movie also. Yeah, and going back to uh, Civil War, you know, having the philosophical villain, I love that the end fight is not a fight at all. He's bargaining with the villain. He's like. I know you can't beat me, so or like I know I can't beat you, so I'm not even going to fight you. Yeah, basically, just he bores him to death, or yeah. bores him to like, well, all right, we'll try something else. <laughs> yeah, and I love that. It, it's something you haven't really seen before in many action movies, if ever. It's just like, you know, I'm I'm not going to fight you. You're huge. I can't win, so I'm going to use my mind, and it's great. Yeah, we'll I love go, that. We'll go back in time. We'll go back in time. Right? Yeah. Uh, so what time are we now? What time is this? Uh, it is now 10 p.m. Oh, is we're already? Oh, wow. Yeah. So was was that your one of your favorites going in? Yes. Okay, that was just reinforced it seeing oh, yeah. alongside everything else. Yeah, I just I love it. Yeah. All right. What's uh, what's after this? Have you had dinner? You you had dinner already? Uh, I had dinner. Yeah. What was dinner for the second uh, night? This dinner was popcorn. Because <laughs> our our only break of the day was from eight thirty a.m. to ten thirty. That's the only break. That was the only today? break for that day. Holy goodness! Yep. So it was just movies again until three twenty a.m. Do you put chocolate into your uh, popcorn? Oh That's god, popcorn separate. Really? Pop oh, chocolate and popcorn? Oh, it's outstanding. I've never heard of that. Try it next time. Okay. <laughs> just see what happens. I mean. That's his opinion. I would say, arguably, it's not as good as eating the chocolate separate from the popcorn. I think it's good to have like half of the chocolate in the popcorn and half of the chocolate out of the popcorn. I would agree with that. I want options. I want to be able to have just a popcorn bite, which you can. Mm-hmm. But if you want a popcorn and you know chocolate candy bite, you know you pour some of that in there, and then you also you keep still reserve some of the candy in reserve for just a pure. You know, yeah, candy. You keep some okay. of the candy reserves so you can rattle the plastic and annoy everyone in the theater. We we would never do that. <laughs> we open our candy beforehand, like you're supposed to. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, so it's late. Yeah, it's uh, ten o'clock. Little breaks. Yep. Uh, and Guardians two, which um, I'd seen twice before. Oh, really? Twice. Yep. Yeah, Guardians two. It. You know, I went in. Not caring that much for Guardians 1, but still liking it. I went in with kind of low expectations. 
And yeah, I think this one is its own movie now that like we introduced them in the first one. So now we can take them on an actual adventure kind of. Yeah, I, I did not find this movie compelling at all. Hmm. I, I, I felt like I knew what was going to happen with the relationships. I just wasn't interested in this. I mean, maybe it was just me in that day, but I was un, I was really disappointed in this one. Hmm. Yeah, most yeah most people find the first one better. I'm I'm one of the few who likes this one better. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it all depends on if you you know get caught up in the relationship emotional aspects like because you have Gamora fighting with Nebula you have Peter with his dad um and yeah I I kind of like that it was a change from the usual you know beating people up you got to know the characters more so I think that's what I liked most yeah. about it a lot and of, that sounds good a go lot of Marvel people say that this movie is when the villains get good do you agree with that um I would say, yeah, even, it's weird, even with something like Captain America, the Winter Soldier, like, who's the villain? Like, it's not Bucky, because, I mean, he's just a guy who shows up randomly, doesn't say anything, kills a person, then leaves, and you've got Hydra, which is an organization, so it's not you know, one person, it's more of a concept. Yeah, but it's personified by Redford's character. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say, again, well, with Guardians 2, it's one of those where it's like you get what he's going after, but it's wrong. And I I guess I like those characters who are just like, I'm going to take over the world. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, no, well, that's that's simplistic. Yeah. Like, we need, you need a villain, you need an mm-hmm. antagonist that, you know, thinks they're right. Right, you know, and they're that they don't see themselves as the villain. You know, your basic so, so kind of actor Mr. stuff. Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin. Not Mr. Yeah. Freeze and Batman and Robin. So, isn't this one? This may be another reason why I don't like it. If I'm if I'm remember, remembering this correctly, like, isn't his dad like also a planet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ego, the living planet. So I think that might have been like <laughs> that might have been too much for me. No, it was a planet. <laughs> it's a planet because he's a celestial. Yeah. Which are like the gods of the Marvel universe. Okay, and that's like he's like Zeus. Mm. Okay, so maybe I also have a tough time. Never mind. Sorry, about <laughs> to go somewhere I don't just don't need to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that might have been part of my thing too. It's like, oh, he's a planet. It's a little, that's too much. It's too big. It's too big. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we're middle of the night. Um, yeah. This ends at twelve thirty at night. Uh, next is Spider Man Homecoming. Which I napped through most of. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? No, I. <laughs> That's like one of Hank's favorites. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really like Spider Man. I'm really looking forward to the next one. But yeah, it's you know I loved it in theaters and it was on TV all the time. So it's like I I I got it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. Did I stay awake through any of it? No, I th- I think this might be the only one I slept all the way through. Wow. That's impressive. In my opinion, this movie has the best villain. Yeah, this is another great one where, yeah, I mean, the good thing about a lot of the Marvel villains is you can see where they're coming from, even if, you know, they're doing something bad. Like, this is a guy who just wants to feed his family, even though he's stealing alien technology and making weapons out of it. <laughs> you but, say tomato, we say tomato. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, this I like this movie. I, I don't like it as much as you do. That's for sure. Even though I like some, love some of the actors, and I do think he's a great Spider Man. Oh yeah, he's he my favorite Spider Man we've seen by far. Definitely for, for me. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you're sleeping. Obviously, the quality of sleep is not great. No. <laughs> are you irritable? Are you like how are you handling yourself emotionally? Are you talking to are you? Are you texting? What do you? Um, I mean, aside from my Facebook updates, um, no. I mean, because most people, most of my friends were asleep. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, the point. <laughs> you know, some people would you know like or comment on the status, but you know, no one was like ready to have deep conversations about it. <laughs> Because they were actually at home sleeping. Right. In their warm bed. <laughs> yes. I just had my jacket and some seats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all, all cuddled up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what's what's next after the uh, asleep? Uh, next is Thor Ragnarok, um, which I slept through about the first half of that. So I slept, you know, from homecoming through the first hour of Ragnarok. Uh, so I got to wake up for the final battle scene. People really love this movie. Yeah, I really like it too. Um, I fall into the camp of it's a little too funny for its own good. Yeah. Because there's not really a sense of danger. You know, someone might have just gotten beaten up, but then they'll crack a joke. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I really have trouble with that. That takes me out of a movie so quickly. Yeah. And maybe the, I didn't really like this movie, but I, I'm determined to see it again. Uh, because so many people do really love it. And especially yeah. with that final battle where it's just like Hela attacking and Thor being like, I am immortal. There's actually no possible way you could muster the power to beat my character. Is that really what the battle kind of comes down to? what the final battle is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the entire planet of Asgard explodes, but then we make a joke about it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, sh- sure. Yeah, you just lost your home, but doesn't seem like you would. But yeah. make that joke right then. Sure. So yeah, it's it's a genuinely funny movie, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, yeah. And, I, and that's I think I like I like all kinds of things, but I I I really like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. I like their darkness. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Like I want my I want some uh, gravity mm-hmm. in these superhero movies. You know. Um, and I think that's why I probably didn't really love this one. It yeah. didn't feel like there was a lot of that. Yeah, the first one, the first Thor is a good mixture. The second one leans too dark. Then this one leans too light. So, yeah, they got to find a good mixture yeah. for it. All right, yeah. what's next? What's next? Okay, so next is the interesting part. So there's an hour and a half break after this. Um, after Thor Ragnarok? After Thor Ragnarok. So it's what, it's 5.30. That's when they do a break. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, five thirty break. <laughs> so, at this point, I'm thinking to myself, okay, most places aren't even going to be open for breakfast. Do you have to get out of the theater, or could you, if you wanted to, just nap in the theater during that break? Could you have? All right. So here's here's that... here's where we go. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we have an hour and a half break, and I'm you know since it's five thirty in the morning, no other movies are showing around, so. I say to myself, okay, I'm going to go to the IMAX theater just because, hey, I'm going to have an IMAX theater to myself. So I go to one of the front rows, you know, lift up some of the armrests and go to sleep. I wake up about 8 a.m., which is an hour into Black Panther, 
which I had wanted to see because I'd only seen once, but I was like, uh, well, it's an hour into it. I pretty much missed most of it. So I'm debating what I want to do. You know, it's going to be another hour till the next movie so I can get some breakfast. I can walk around. I can do whatever. Then the projector turns on. So I'm like, um, it's 8 a.m. <laughs> and there's a movie starting. And this is Wednesday now? This is Thursday now. This is Thursday now. Thursday at 8 a.m. So I'm like, this can only be one thing. Sure enough, Endgame starts playing. Oh, my goodness. Is there a critic screening? or is I, it- I look back and I see one person there. Like, in the way back in the theater. So, I'm like, oh my god. They're doing, like, a QA screening. So, a couple days, like, and the... It was either what's, the QA, what's QA mean? Uh, like, quality. Just making sure everything is right with the picture, the sound, oh. and all that. So, like, a couple days, like, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. Between one of the movies, I was just walking around to kill time and seeing what else was playing. And I went into another movie thinking it would be that movie but i went in and like before i even get in the theater like a guy comes up to me he goes are you with technical i'm like no and he goes then you can't be here so i'm like oh okay somebody asked you if you're with technical you say yes i'm with technical (laughs) so i walk out so i was like oh they must have been doing a screening of endgame to make sure it was right in that theater so i'm in the imax theater and i'm like i I want to see this, but I can't have a repeat of what happened last time. So I just slink down in my seat and stay there for the next three hours. And I got a private screening of Endgame. No way. Dead serious. Oh, that's fascinating. Yes. And I'm guessing you tweeted everything. I, the only thing I tweeted afterwards was, uh, they did it. They did it. That's a good, that's a good tweet. Yeah. Uh, I wonder. I I think I I don't think I would have watched it. I think I would have waited to do my thing. I think, but I've been so tempted though. I don't know. Did you debate it at all? No. Or were you just like, boom, we're here. I was like, we're here. IMAX movie. Like this is fate. Right. (laughs) Like this is happening for a reason. You know, the most annoying thing is you getting so excited and then you realized it was for three D. Yeah. Well. Oh, I didn't think about that. It it actually was. So. Even though it was 3D, I could still tell exactly what was going on. Right. Because with 3D, you know, there's still the focus on the main object. It's just, you know, the other stuff that's, you know, either looks far away when you put the glasses on and stuff. So I could still see it fine. Really, there was literally one part where I was like, wait, what? It was, and spoilers for Endgame, when in the end, you know... Um, Pepper comes down and she's wearing the Iron Man suit. Originally, I thought that was Janet Van Dyne with the original Wasp suit. Oh, I, I couldn't tell the difference. So it wasn't until I saw it at the regularly scheduled time that I was supposed to see it where I realized, tell, oh, that was Pepper. Gwyneth. Yeah. She's not going to be happy about that. Hey, Michelle Pfeiffer's still hot. Uh, she is still hot. Yeah. <laughs> but she's, you know, a lot older than Gwyneth. <laughs> um, Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. 
Did you tell anybody in the movie theater when you went I back didn't, to I didn't want to tell anyone. I, I, I wanted to like shout it. You had to be glowing, man. Cause I was. was. so good. You saw it early. And, like, I was. Like, I... You know, when I left it and was looking at all the other people, I wanted to just be like, I've seen Endgame. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. You guys thought you were going to see it before everyone. I saw it before everyone. Yeah. Everyone. That's right. Well, but when you re-entered the theater to see all, like, the normal Marvel movies, were you, were you felt kind of disappointed? Like, oh, this is really, really small compared to what I just saw and unimportant. No, I mean... Part of the thing was I wanted to see it again because, you know, even though I saw it by myself, which was great, it was one of those movies where I was watching it. I was like, I need to see this with an audience. Oh, yeah. And by seeing it myself, I was like, okay, they're going to scream at this part. They're going to scream at this part. And and it was great. Like, And that was the other thing. Like, I couldn't react because... You know the quality person who was sitting there. Out. Yeah, he would have kicked me out. So, <laughs> like when at the end when you know Mjolnir is flying through, I was like, "It's going to cap. It's going to cap." And when he catches it, I wanted to be like, "Yes!" yes! But so I couldn't weird. do that. I other guys, he was like, "That yeah. was such a great moment um, in the movie." Were the other screenings in three D or no? Um. No, the one I went into first that I would just casually walked into, not thinking it was there. I think that was two D. But no, I meant for the uh, the marathon. Oh no, no, those were all two D. Okay, even Endgame. Yeah, gotcha. Which was weird because when I saw all the Star Wars movies, uh, the Force Awakens was in three D, even though all the others weren't. So I was thinking this one might be as well, but it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so you're walking on air back yeah. into your theater. Yeah. What uh? What was next? What was next? Um, you had to be just spazzing out. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was Ant Man and the Wasp. So I was like, um, how to go you, from oh, Endgame to Ant Man and the Wasp. That's a hard <laughs> come down, man. Yeah, I I I just like wasn't even paying attention. It was like the last thirty minutes. You're just reliving. Yeah, your... I'm just sitting in my seat, like thinking about what I just saw. And just like. Yeah, watching all this goofiness on screen, and I'm like, I just saw Endgame. Like, you know, I just witnessed Tony Stark die. I watched Cap finally get the girl of his dreams, and oh yeah, I mean, they again they brought the story to close. Such a great close. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I'm proud you didn't. Uh, you know, you just didn't. You didn't check out though. No, no, no. You, you come too far at this point. Yes. Yeah. And I, yeah, there I wasn't even debating if I should leave or not. It was just like, you know, yeah, I mean, I wanted to see it with an audience because, I mean, that's a lot of the fun with these movies. Yeah. Without a doubt. Same with, same with Star Wars. Yeah. Franchise as well. <laughs> uh, all right, so Ant-Man and Wasp ends and the end credit scene, that matters a lot. That's, yeah. That's, that, that's important. Yep. Uh, where are you now? This is Thursday. This is the day of the show. Yep. It is 2.15. Uh, next is Captain Marvel, the second to last one. And I'm not a fan of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Character not, of the movie or both? Um, well, I guess I could say both. I mean, never having read the comics, you know, she might be amazing in the comics. But Captain Marvel, the movie feels to me like a phase one movie, not only in that chronologically it's the second movie to take place but it feels like 
it's one of the first movies like, hey, we're still trying to figure out what we're doing. It's very safe. It's very bland. And it just, yeah, it, it feels like one of the first movies like where they were still trying to figure out what they were doing, which is odd considering this is the 21st movie. Yeah, I did not get that feeling. I enjoyed the movie, and I I was worried about it going in. Mm-hmm. Where I thought we were going with it is having her be this kind of fish out of water story, mm-hmm. but it like she was very self assured and knew you know she knew things she knew how to handle stuff which I was relieved about. I didn't want to have you know forty five minutes opening forty five minutes to be like I can't figure out this new world and these <laughs> you know this kind What's of stuff. What's the elevator? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I liked Captain Marvel. I don't know. It's just like watching it. I have no idea who Carol Danvers is as a person. Mm. Like she's a pilot. Sure. I mean, she grew up with sexism. Sure. But who is she as a person? Like, I don't know. And I think the other thing is she starts out as like this powerful person, but, and you know, the whole, idea of the movie is we try to find out how she got there it's like oh, okay she got caught in an explosion and that's it he <laughs> wanted some more yeah it's just i don't know had you seen it previously uh yes okay and to just re seeing it again just reinforced yeah i was wondering if there was a post in-game effect no i mean she was good in endgame where she was used Sparingly, I guess. Appropriately, like the yeah. And why she's way too powerful (laughs) to do, and to just have there be any threat at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping we get we find out more about her in the sequel, and she's given more of a personality, I guess. But I don't know. So I I blame that more on the filmmakers than I guess the character itself. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I we did we did a podcast episode on that, so I won't rehash a whole lot of it. Oh yeah, speaking of rehashing recaps, yeah, we t- don't listen. We actually got caught up in summarizing the movie and realized like, oh, we've been talking for like five hours and halfway <laughs> through the movie, and this is the worst thing ever to listen to ever. So, <laughs> so just just listen to the end game one, which is probably our best one, and is actually longer, but it doesn't feel. That's longer. right. As Captain America would say to a young soldier when they hop aboard, does something. Just don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're almost done. Yeah. What time is it now in the day? Um, well, end game starting at 5 p.m. And what time do you get out of? Is there a, like a little break before? Or are you going right into end game? Or uh, there's about a 25 minute break. You haven't mentioned a shower yet. When did you shower? Oh, oh yeah, I showered after end game. So after your IMAX personal yes, screening. Yes, after of my personal screening <laughs> yes. of end game. And yeah, like Black Panther was halfway through, so I was like, this is a good time to take a shower. Oh, plus you got to like ruminate on what you've yeah. just seen. That's a great time to take to yeah. pause and to, to get clean. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you're walking in now. You're in your actual screening of Endgame that you're supposed to be at. Yeah. Surrounded. Everybody's there now. I'm sure all 80 folks oh, are yeah. there. Everyone's there. You've already seen it. You I've know it's going to be good. Yeah. Well, what's the uh, atmosphere like in the theater? The atmosphere is like, it's finally happening. Like this is the moment we've all been waiting for. Do you feel like Except y'all had one guy, one guy? <laughs> <in the middle. laughs> Did you He's feel like like y'all had like collectively 
like accomplish something together. Like, oh yeah, we, like we've been through the trenches. You know, we've earned this. Oh yeah, we there is a definite bond there I between love all of us. Oh yeah, I so love. I that. mean, yeah, that was one of the greatest things. It was like there was no, you know, animosity or tension or anything. Is like just by being there, we had a connection. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like all self-selected. Yeah, and there were people who said like. Yeah, I've seen this one six times. I've seen this one ten times. It's like, you know, there were people who wanted to be there. Like, they were meant to be there. How yeah. do you feel? I've seen this one ten times. Well, I've seen that one twice. And I've yeah. already seen it three hours beforehand. Yeah. It, it wasn't a contest or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Not a spirit of competition. No, no. <laughs> we're all, we're all, we're well, all. No, I it. was more talking about how you, was there any feeling that I didn't deserve that screening? <laughs> No, I, I deserve that screening. It was meant to be. Yes. It was clearly meant to be. Yeah, if I had gone to any other theater, I wouldn't have seen it, but I was in that theater at the right time. That was, yeah. That's so great. So seeing it a second time with an audience, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about that. So, yeah, the audience reacted exactly where I expected them to. No surprises? Like No or- surprises. Uh, but then again... Like, a lot of people say this movie is fan service, but after... Now, fan... What is the... I, I, you're going to make a point, yeah. but I'm just curious. Like, when you hear that, what do they? What do you think they mean? As opposed to what else? I, As opposed to, like, the filmmakers making the movie they want to make rather than they, oh, the fans want to see this, this, and this, so we'll put it in even though we might want to do something else. So it's just like, yeah, it's you want to see this, so here it is. So it's not really a movie. It's just like, here are the things you like. Let's show them again. Who says that? That makes zero sense to me. This if it'd been horrible, mm-hmm. you know, if it was pandering, right? If they weren't telling a great story while doing that, I can see why somebody would say that. But that seems, I yeah, yeah, and seeing it twice, it's you know they put those certain callbacks and things in there for a reason. It wasn't just, you know, we don't know what to do here. Let's just throw in something you've seen before and liked. Yeah. No, I and mean, guess what? They like that too. You yeah. know, they got a joy out of writing. That's like, you know, a million years going to come to cat. This could be amazing. You know, they loved that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, even though I was hoping that was going to happen when it happened, I was like, yes, I wasn't like, oh, of course they would give it to Cap. No. Right. Ugh, yeah. yeah. Take it off the list. Yeah. No, there was none of that. I mean, yeah. So, so uh, I guess there's no way in your first screening with the IMAX you could use the restroom during it. No. But you would have known where to go if you and, were and trust going me, to go it to was, the second one. Yeah, it was a struggle during the first showing. I believe you. Because I had... down? Yeah, I was waking up from a nap. So, you know, the first thing you do after you wake up from sleeping is you go to the bathroom. That's right. So I was like, but I can't. I have to stay here. (laughs) Yeah, that that would have been... You know, actually, I don't know. I wonder how that would have felt to only... Let's say you made it halfway through that movie and they had to go to the restroom and they wouldn't let you back in. Yeah, I've... That probably would have been pretty awful. Or that would have been awful. Of yeah. To have tried so hard, but <laughs> yet to see yourself fail. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, well played, sir. Yes. Well played. Uh, okay, so it ends. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited. 
you know there's no end credit scene, but yet they don't. Right. Um, I mean, I stayed anyway. Like, I... <sighs> Did I leave the first time? I don't know. Oh, I want to... Yeah, actually during the screening... Like they cut it off during the credits. Oh, so you didn't. Know. So I didn't even know. Uh, that's fun. So yeah. So, but yeah, it was the nice little nod having the clank sound at the end. I didn't even. I didn't hear that. We had a loud theater though. I don't know if I missed it or. And what 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 is what's the significance of the clank sound? Uh, that was Iron Man making a suit in the original. Oh, the sound, really? yeah. So I don't think it has any significance beyond that. Just a just a just a nice little nod. Oh, that's that's lovely. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Um, all right, so you've done this thing. We've mm-hmm. talked about like what's what are your big takeaways from a movie marathon like this? Clearly, you're glad you did it. Oh, I'm very glad I did it. Yeah, it. Yeah, it definitely gave me an appreciation for the storytelling as a whole because yeah, when you see these movies years apart you don't notice the little things um and yeah it's seeing them all together it definitely you feel the long form storytelling and that's something like this will probably never happen again i mean had the movies not been as great as they were no one would care but this is yeah, this is monumental. Like the fact that they pulled this off, it's astonishing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and you know, seeing them all at once, I feel lucky to have been part of it almost. Outstanding. Yeah. I love that. I'm I'm completely envious. Uh I would yeah, I'd have been on board with this as well. I do believe or at least I want to think I would have. Yeah, I told you about it three weeks before. We looked into buying tickets. We were on spring break. I, I looked into buying tickets, and I couldn't actually. I couldn't find one in Atlanta. So I was on my phone and like I was searching for. They were, yeah. you know, they were really advertising. Like, we're we doing it in Los Angeles and New York and yeah. Chicago, and I didn't see that it was even a possibility in Atlanta. Not that we would have. We could have done what that family did, though. We could have gone after school because I don't. <laughs> you know, my memory. I didn't have any homework that week. You might not have. You might not have. You're right. We we could have missed out. We could have missed out. So over the summer, we're going to keep your schedule and then recreate it exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, So obviously, um, a positive, tremendously positive experience. Absolutely, yeah. Um, What's the future hold? What's going on for, like, what have you heard? What do you know? Well, yeah, I'm kind of curious about, too. I mean... Not only in that, okay, you know, the two biggest characters either died or are out of commission, so where do you go from there? But when you have something this huge, how do you top that? Yeah. I mean, is it basically starting over? I mean, you have Valkyrie as the new Thor. You have uh, Falcon as the new Cap. You have potentially Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's talk about... uh, (laughs) Let's talk about... uh Falcon is the new cap. Yeah. Uh, I believe, <laughs> and uh, Hank, I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, I'm disappointed because he doesn't have any, like, super serum. Yeah, that's... Like, I don't see how he's going to be effective. He's just a yeah. great soldier with who can fly, and he's got an awesome shield, mm-hmm. but 
that is not enough to get Captain America to do Captain America things. Yeah, I'm. I know that. Well, again, having never read the comics, I believe both Bucky and Sam at one point become the new Captain America. Oh, yeah, yeah, both of them. But yeah, I would say Bucky has, you know, more reasoning because he was turned into the Winter Soldier, so he does have, you know, more abilities. Yeah. But yeah, Sam is, you know, he's just a guy with a suit. Another reference to an alternate version of Captain America when they're at that base and. Steve Rogers is trying to act incognito. The badge and the name in which the suit is wearing is a name of another character who took the place of Captain America at mm. one point. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we really didn't even talk about Endgame too much. What was what were some of your favorite moments from it? Oh we, boy. We, I mean, we got the millionaire, Captain Millionaire. Yeah. Um, well, I think the biggest shock for almost everyone is when they kill Thanos and it says five years later it's like oh my god what what first of all they killed him off in the first like 15 yeah. minutes of the movie you're like what's going on in five years yeah that was great I love that we didn't see that coming yeah and you know Hawkeye is usually the butt of jokes but this was his movie I mean the opening scene is just heartbreaking oh wasn't that wonderful yeah I loved that yeah and then him becoming the vigilante uh, I'm pretty sure that shot in Japan was just a single take shot, no cuts, and that's pretty impressive how they pulled that off. That is. I I need to see this movie again. Yeah. And I thought he was going to sacrifice himself for the Soul Stone, so when Natasha did, that was a surprise. Yeah, they and they kept, uh, kept going back and forth, too. Yeah. Now, Peggy, giving her props, it might have been you. So I might be taking your props. She pointed out when we saw uh, Avengers again, the first one, that uh, you know she bests him in the fight to yeah. to get him back to being not controlled by Loki. Yeah, you yeah, know, like so cool. we should have maybe that seen that like she can uh, she's going to whip him twice. Yeah, you know, like that's what she does. She's going to win the battle between those. I really thought it was going to be the other way around, though. Yeah, I did too. So. Yeah, that was a big surprise. Um, what did you think about Cap getting old and Cap, you know, spending his time with for Agent Carter? Did you like that show? Did you watch any of that? I didn't watch the show, but I I loved him getting together with Peggy at the end. It's such a sweet note to end on. I think if it had ended on Cap's funeral, that would have been a little bit of a downer. Or I mean, uh, Tony's funeral. Yeah. Um, and. Part of me thinks the Russo brothers, you know, go on various websites and read, you know, user comments. Because there was one article I read where, like, the top comment was, you know, I hope the movie ends with uh, Cap and Peggy dancing off. So part of me thinks they read that comment. Oh, uh, <laughs> another Easter egg. The song that's playing while they're dancing is the same song that Nick Fury plays while laying on his couch in Winter Soldier. Oh, oh. that the Cap had in his apartment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's cool. So he's been oh, boom, beautiful. Love yeah. that. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, any final things to say about Endgame? Um, I love it. I mean, I think it's a perfect capper for the series. I mean, just the monumental task that the writers and directors had for this. I mean, if it had, if it wasn't good, they would have been executed. <laughs> yeah, it would so, have been such a letdown. Yeah. So, 
I mean, hats off to them. They had an unenviable task and they nailed it. You know, I didn't notice one of the Russo brothers is in this movie. Yeah. Really? And And he plays one of the people at the, the, the like therapy. Yeah. Kind of with cap. He's the guy's talking about his date. Talking about his date. Yeah. Oh, no way. And yeah, I, I think it was, was it winter soldier civil war where the other brother was like a doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So they've put they've I think the Russo brothers have appeared four times in the MCU. Uh, yeah. You know, we didn't talk about it. The, clearly they played Infinity War, right? Yeah, this was. Oh, that's when I was watching Endgame. Yeah, that's happened. Or was it watching Endgame? Yeah, so they were watching. Yeah, Infinity War while Endgame started Endgame. during the last half of Black Panther and went through Infinity War. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, Infinity War. And no regrets on that because you've probably have seen that. Uh, I saw that three times in theaters. Yeah, so you were fine. Yeah, I was fine with that. I was really glad we, you know, physically forced Peggy to watch. <laughs> no, no, she was she was willing. She was willing. Uh, the well, ones we after, did after we gave her the drugs, she was willing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think there was. I'm glad you had seen it enough because that was yeah. that was really fun seeing them. We watched Wednesday night. We started it and it got too late. Hank, Hank, Hank had to go to bed. So when we picked him up from school, we came home and watched the final hour of Infinity War, then mm-hmm. drove to the theater. So it was yeah. nice having it. I would totally do a double feature of that sometime if I'm sure somebody will do that. Yeah. Uh, that'll be pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, to anyone listening, I would definitely suggest, you know, not straight through if you're not able to, but <laughs> yeah. like, you know, two or three a night, watch them and it, Really does enhance the experience. And when we when we go yeah. to Florida, that's a red box must. Yeah, but well we have to maybe <laughs> we have to maybe not red box, but we'll figure out a way to to get them and do it. I don't think we'll have all of them. Did you hear about the bunch of people sending like bootlegs end games to people? No, like computer ver- like versions of end game that you could watch on your computer. Yeah, I know piracy is a big a big darn deal. What's more, was more surprising to me is how many people did spoilers. Or now I don't actually. Okay, I how said many that certain football stars that are having a petition to remove their career. Right. So I, <laughs> you, you told me about that one, but like all I really see, and this happens a lot on the internet for me, I only still hear or see people complaining about what happened. Mm-hmm. I never actually see the thing that happened. Right. Like I will like, oh, there's a Twitter dust up about X. Yeah. And yet, but yet, on my feed, it's never X. It's just people complaining that X happened, and so I wonder myself: Did X really happen, or yeah. is it just one little thing and kind of blown up? But it seemed to be people were really not great with spoilers for Endgame and for the Game of Thrones episode that happened, you know, that Sunday, yeah, of that same weekend. What's I gotta wonder why people even do that? It's what's the oh, joy? What I, I don't know. Reddit was uh, which I kind of liked. Because it wasn't people spoiling Endgame. It was like just kind of random quotes that they put into the meme. Like I saw this thing, like like this wholesome kind of thing that said, I love whoever did this 3000. And it's only like a reference if you had already seen the movie. Yeah, those are fine. Because like I you know, saw someone post like a picture of a cheeseburger and it says Endgame spoilers. <laughs> like from the end where she says she wants to get cheeseburgers. Like... Yeah, you wouldn't know what that means until you've actually seen it. So, well, that's yeah. You know why that cheeseburger's a thing? Tell me. Because that's the first food that 
Iron Man wants when he gets back from his kidnapping. That's right. They had a yeah. very obvious Burger King product placement. I wish that was a little <laughs> more subtly <laughs> done. No, that was also... Well, it also wasn't really a product placement because it was a reference to Tony Stark's life. He tells the story of how Burger King kind of stopped his drug addiction. You mean to the actor? Robert Downey Jr.'s Robert life? Downey Jr.'s drug addiction that Burger King is kind of... Uh, this is uh, the weird story is that he was really high and he was eating Burger King and it looked it was so bad and he was so <laughs> tempted himself that he was going to eat it anyway so he took all of his drugs and threw them straight into the ocean <laughs> <laughs> wow that sounds like a really negative product placement I but know but like it's still a <laughs> reference to that's that's fascinating that's really interesting um, I had not heard that uh, cool, Jeremy. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Really appreciate it. Any uh, any final thoughts or comments? Um, well, also comic book related. Um, my favorite movie of all time is Blade. Um, is it really? Yes. So this is Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. So I want to give credit to the movie that basically kicked off the modern MCU because Blade was like a third tier character. It was an R rated movie. And it went on to be a huge success. So without that little movie, Marvel probably never would have said, hey, we can make this work with you're, our bigger characters. You are taking that. So look away from the Spider-Man movies. Well, those came after. I don't think I've ever seen Blade. Uh, yeah. Before we go, well, though, really I want to do... The first Spider-Man, like... Spider-Man. Uh, 2002. Yeah, X-Men was 2000 and Blade was 98. Wow. Yep. Wow. So you recommend we see Blade? Yeah, I mean, I appropriate for him. He's twelve. Um, it's R, so we we usually don't do R, but sometimes we will. Might want to wait a couple years on that, but okay. Kevin Kevin Feige, if you're listening, I've seen Blade over thirty times. I have an idea for a sequel. Call me. Let's do lunch. <laughs> yeah. Call me. Let's. Be. All right. So to wind up, let's do your top three from these twenty-two. My top three, I would say, uh, and actually, I'll probably give you a link to my uh, letterbox list i did rank them all what is letterbox letterbox is basically a site where you can rank you know you assign stars to movies and you can make your own lists and things like that owls need a letterbox account yes we do yeah all right and my top three i have oh my god i talked to you about letterbox and you wouldn't let me get an account i remember that (laughs) (laughs) that does sound like me then that's good parenting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, I have for my top three, uh, number one, Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, number two, Endgame. And number three, Civil War. That's a, Those are good. Those are strong. Yep. Dad, what are you top three? Just uh, compare. I think I'm, I'm going to say Endgame for number one. Ooh. I'm going to say Civil War 2. Golly. And I guess I'm going to say... I guess I'm going to say Winter Soldier 3. Nice. Nice. Winter Soldier, Endgame, Spider-Man Homecoming. Nice. Spider-Man Homecoming. And the, I definitely, the, what's come out of this too is I really want to see Spider-Man Homecoming again, mm-hmm. Ragnarok again, Doctor Strange again, and Iron Man 3. I got to see if that's, if it, if I'm, if I'm, yeah, Iron Man 3 and digging. Age of Ultron, those were the two that I thought. Wow, I was kind of wrong about these two. I love that. Yeah. I love that you can, we can we that can happen. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Hank, what are you reading, buddy? I am reading Good Omens still. All right, and are you liking it still? Yes. 
Cool, 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 cool. I am. Still, uh, it's still British humor, but. But you're yeah. But you're liking yeah, it. it. It's a mix of two things that I have no expertise and knowledge in. It's British humor and Bible humor. Yes. So this is an education throughout a couple of different different strands. We're all reading. I've read Good Evans before, but we're reading it again, and we're gonna binge the series, of course, <laughs> and we'll tell you all about it. Uh, awesome. I'd finally finished uh, What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker uh, by Damon Young, and it was awesome. It was really cool. It's a memoir and essays. Uh, fantastic, funny, poignant. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend. I love, love the way you're listing off words. It's like it's a movie review. Fantastic. <laughs> funny, poignant. That's right. With notes of oak and strong tannins. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Owls on Culture podcast. We will. Uh, uh, reminiscent of Nostradamus at his best. It perfectly said. Perfectly said. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good omens reference actually. Oh, I didn't get it. Darn it. All right. All right. Well, till next time. Until we meet again. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Owls on Culture podcast. Our theme music was recorded and assembled by Marine Cerzier and Antoine Hurrah. The show is produced by Pinecone Turkey. To learn more about Pinecone Turkey, visit pineconeturkey.com, where you can read the latest blog posts from the Owls on Culture hosts and sign up for the Flock email, a twice-a-month newsletter that delivers a short film, poetry, a short story, and visual art right to your inbox. It's your monthly dose of art curated by Pinecone Turkey. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving us a rating on iTunes. Thanks for listening.